Welcome back to Hour 2 of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM. I'm Pavlina, joining Oksana for this edition. Вітання всім слухачам. Продовжуємо нашу розмову вже наступній годині, і ми двоє сьогодні будемо у цій частині. So we're going to be doing this uh, program together, uh, part of it. We do have a pre-recorded interview for you that we did um, a couple of weeks ago. Now, last week, Oksana um, recorded an interview with Yulia Stilmach, who was uh, whose son was helped by an organization called Tutoring Without Borders, which we just discovered. And um, I also interviewed Professor Waxman uh, with Oksana uh, sitting in and um, also spoke with Yulia as well about her son. And uh, this interview was conducted entirely in English. So if you're Ukrainian challenged and uh, missed um, the uh, nuances and the actual meat of uh, the Ukrainian language interview Oksana did last week, then uh, you'll be able to understand what we were talking about. This is a great uh, organization, Tutoring Without Borders, and uh, Professor Waxman lays out why it is beneficial, not just for students, but also for tutors. And uh, given the incredible upheaval in uh, Ukrainian students' lives and the um, the help that Professor Waxman is is providing by putting together this organization is uh, is unique and I think really worthwhile uh, having a good look at. So let's listen to our conversation with Professor Waxman and followed by Yulia Stilmach. Tutoring Without Borders is an organization that connects Ukrainian citizens in need of academic help with potential instructors or tutors in the United States and Canada. It was co-founded by two American professors of physics, Dr. Michael Waxman at the University of Wisconsin-Superior and Dr. Vitaly Venturin at the University of Minnesota Duluth. Dr. Waxman joins us now to tell us about Tutoring Without Borders, who it is helping, and how. Dr. Waxman, thank you so much for joining us, and welcome to Nash Holos. Thank you very much, uh, Paulette, for your kind introduction. Well, um, if you want to learn about how it, uh, how it came to being, uh, I must start with the time in mid-March when I decided to try tutoring uh, Ukrainian children. And that came pretty much out of a sense of helplessness because I didn't know how I can help those poor kids who must, uh, who must uh, leave their homeland and then go God knows where. You can only imagine how depressed they are. Mm. And absolutely helpless. And then one day I asked my wife, oh, Sophia, should I, should I really try to offer my tutoring services to them or what? And she said, yeah, yeah, you probably should. And then I published a few posts in Facebook, Ukrainian sites in the United States. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was amazed to, to find on one of those sites something like 400 likes for my post. Oh, wow. in my life. Oh. <laughs> uh, in, no time, in no time, I had a bunch of students whom I started to tutor. And uh, most of those already came to either United States or Canada. Mm-hmm. But there was one kid that uh, that really stood apart from this entire group because 
still was in Ukraine. He originally from Kiev, the capital. Mm-hmm. But at the time when uh, his mom asked me to tutor him, they were hiding uh, in a small village near Nezhin, the city of Nezhin, not very far from Kiev, but mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I remember is that during the very first meeting, I'm talking to the student, uh, you know, just uh, establishing some kind of rapport. And I'm telling him, okay, I will teach you by this textbook. So go to Nezhin. It's just a couple of miles, right, away from Nezhin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go to Nezhin, pick up this textbook. And he responds, I will not. Oh. He says, what do you mean? I'm agreeing to teach you free. You are not willing to go pick up. He says, yeah, but there are street fights in Nezhin. I'm afraid to go. Oh. Kind of opened my eyes to the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started to tutor this kid. And uh, in a couple of weeks, his mom, who is a professional psychologist, sends me a pretty lengthy message on Facebook. And she tells me that once the war started, her son was very depressed. He lost his sleep. He was shaking with every loud sound. It was just terrible, terrible state of mind. Mm. And uh, he told, I tried to talk with him. My husband tried to talk with him. Nothing helped. But once you started to teach him, I am seeing now my old pre-war son. He stopped, you know, doing all these, mm. uh, all these news all the time. He gave on YouTube, searching for some physics videos. It's just my old pre-war kid. And, you know, I was profoundly impressed by that. Sure, sure. You would, you would, uh, you would not know why. I was impressed because I am not by any means an exceptional professor. I am not an exceptionally good teacher. I would... I, I am what I would say an average teacher. So if I can do it, I surmised anyone in my place could do it. There are thousands and thousands of professors of high school teachers, middle school teachers, who could do pretty much the same thing. And that's when I contacted my my friend Vitaly Vanchurin, who, by the way, is a former professor at... University of Minnesota Duluth, but oh. now he is a now he is a research physics professor at National Institutes of Health. So he's also oh. a promotional guy. Oh, oh, uh, large, large organization, you know. And uh, I contacted him, and uh, in almost no time, we uh, we were managed to create this website for students or pupils and uh, tutors to meet. Uh, fortunately, my son is an industrial designer. He was able to help us with uh, making the website and drawing the uh-huh. logo. Uh-huh. And uh, his son loves to program. He's still a high school kid, but loves to program. So he did most of the programming for the site. Oh. Now, yeah, and now we have a semi, semi-automatic matching site for matching tutors with students. We have about 400 uh, students who signed up. Oh, wow. And uh, 150 tutors. Uh, yeah, we certainly 
miss certain categories of tutors if you wanted to talk about that and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, and I definitely want to go into that, but uh, just tell us a little bit about your, uh, your colleague, your, the co-founder, uh, Dr. Vitaly Venturin. He is, you're both chemistry professors or, or that was your field is chemistry? Am, yeah, I am officially a chemistry professor. I am in a smaller university, so I, I wear a few hats, so to mm-hmm. say. I teach both chemistry and physics. Well, okay. less physics than chemistry, but sometimes I, I do teach uh, some physics courses as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm a professor of chemistry and physics, in a sense. Uh, Dr. Manchurin is a professor of physics exclusively. Okay. But he is a professor. Uh, he <laughs> recently came up with a theory of the universe as a neural network. I saw that, yes. I was looking, looking at uh, trying to find out information about him, and yeah. that's a very... So, yeah, fascinating. Ask what it is, because I know very little about <laughs> that. <laughs> fascinating subject, but uh, he is a fairly uh, popular scientist, I guess, fairly well known. And uh, that's, I guess, how he ended up at National Institute of Health. How do you know each other? How did you become colleagues and, and friends? Uh, you would not believe it, but he was my neighbor back in Duluth, Minnesota. <laughs> And he was a professor at UND, University of Minnesota Duluth, and I was a professor at University of Wisconsin Superior. Oh. We were neighbors, a few few houses apart. Maybe we'll get a chance to talk to him, and we can see if there, how that um, whole thing fits with his theory of the neural network of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but for now, let's get back to tutoring without borders because that is also fascinating. So, um, you've got four hundred students so far, one hundred and fifty tutors. The focus is on mostly the sciences, math, and sciences. No, that would not be accurate thing to say. Okay. My area of expertise is, of course, chemistry and physics. Mm-hmm. I added math to it. Even now, I am doing some math with a 10-year-old and 11-year-old. Okay. I'm doing math Olympiad problems and uh, intermixing it with reading Winnie the Pooh in <laughs> Russian and comparing translation to the original. But uh, what, what about, uh, as about our uh, tutoring with our borders side, we decided not to limit ourselves with any subject areas at all. We want to be as universal as possible. So we, in our semi-automatic matching system, we allow any subject areas, including languages, and of course sciences and math and, and you name it, informatics, mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, we accept any child from grade one of elementary school Mm-hmm. Through the end of their university career, so oh, wow. a large, large scope of kids. Uh huh. So how how then does it work? I mean, do the tutors create their own curriculum? Do they, I guess, work with the kids that are their schooling has been interrupted, and they work out together a um, curriculum? How how do they how do they come to that arrangement as to what uh, gets tutored? <laughs> The tutors fill in uh, their form, tutoring form, in which they indicate how many hours a week they can devote to this subject. They indicate their subject area or areas. Then they indicate um, the age of the students that they are willing to tutor. 
uh, and uh, they indicate whether they are willing to conduct individual or group lessons. All that is option. And then we match them with kids who ask for the same area of expertise, are of appropriate age, and uh, who want to be uh, want to be having uh, either individual meetings or group meetings. All that is matched. Okay. This way, we can offer tutoring in fairly unique areas. For yeah. example, I can give you one example. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, a girl originally from Kiev contacted us asking for a tutor in music theory. And we were able to satisfy her request right away. Oh. We to have a tutor uh, who is precisely that area of expertise, uh-huh. music theory. So the more tutors we have, the greater is our area of options that we can satisfy for our students. Right. If I may, if mm-hmm. I may add it, right now we have huge need in the languages. Ukrainian, English, German, Polish, Lithuanian, Estonian, French, Italian, I don't even remember if I mentioned uh, Spanish and all the usual languages, so to say. So there is particularly lots of need in Ukrainian and German. Okay. These also, there are lots of refugee, Ukrainian refugees in Germany, apparently. So a lot of demand in German. And let me tell you something, talking about particularly that. I have one third grader from Mariupol, the city that is no longer yeah. no more, asking to be tutored in German. He is at intermediate level of English. He could learn, he could learn in English. So if there is among your listeners, if there is any middle school, elementary school, high school teacher of German, they could teach them without knowing either Ukrainian or Russian or whatever. Wow. Tutor this child, just sign up on our side. That's what I'm suggesting. Okay, so it's not not specifically just language learning, but to teach science or math or any other um, subject in German or these other languages that you mentioned. Uh, well, it is to teach German in English. That's what I mean right now. Oh, okay, all right. Any, any Canadian teacher of high school, middle school, could teach this third grader German. Using intermediate level of English. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. Wow. He will polish his English skills and he will learn German. Wow. Wow. Okay. Another example, if I may. There is a girl from Dnipro who is exceptionally good in English. We converse in English. Her English is, well, maybe not as good as mine, but very decent. Mm-hmm. And she is not very good in math, I am afraid to say. Mm. Now in Germany, it's some large German city, and uh, she went to German high school, and uh, she didn't understand certain aspect of her math class. She approached her German teacher, and she humbly asked him to please explain it to her in English. What does this mean? The reply, unfortunately, was, "You know what? Here is your textbook." This is, this is what you don't understand, right? Here is Google Translate. You oh. type it in German. It will spit out the translation. And understand me right. 
Pauline, understand me right. I am far from criticizing my German colleague. No, I, I can only sympathize with his situation. We thank Germany profusely for accepting so many Ukrainian refugees. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine myself in his place. I am teaching my group of students. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, at the end of the school year, there are, you know, two dozens of new students coming yeah, yeah. <laughs> who all do not understand material very well. Yeah. I don't have time to explain to everyone. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say, any Canadian high school teacher could explain to this 10th grader this aspect of maths if they were only willing to tutor her. You do not need to know Russian. You only need to have willingness to help this poor kid from wow. the grow. Wow. Okay. Okay. That, yeah. And that anybody in Canada could do that who speaks English. That's, that's right. That's... And knows, knows math at the level of high school. Yeah, yeah. Just just one second. What, Oksana? I am a math teacher. Uh, oh, she's a math teacher. There you go. <laughs> here's a, here's something. A teacher. <laughs> There's something. <laughs> I can explain in Ukrainian and Russian. English maybe less uh, because I didn't learn math in English. Just. So this is how it works, right? This is how it all, this is the, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, that's brilliant. I really, it, it, it's so simple, but you know, and, and you kind of, the question is why did no one else think of it? But I guess just, it's never been done before. So this is, this is amazing that you came up with this and it was just because you wanted to help. Totally because I wanted to help. And you know what? I had my doubts because I have pretty busy schedule being in a small university, professor. Mm -hmm. uh, but once I started it, you cannot imagine how happy I feel, oh. how much happier I feel now that I started it. I never tried it in my life. For 30 years, I have been a university professor and uh, I never was tutoring anyone. I was never... Uh, Never doing any activity like that. But I must say that to tutor these kids is an experience totally different from what I am accustomed to as a university professor. As my friend Vitaly keeps saying, Vitaly Venturin, you know what? Our greatest advantage is that we award no diplomas. We award no certificates. Kids only take our classes if they want to learn. Ah. You know, uh, recently I got a Facebook message from one of my students saying, Dr. Waxman, it's still an hour to wait until your class. And uh, I just can't wait. You know, as I told you, I was a professor for 30 years and no single soul out of students ever since anything <laughs> like that. You cannot imagine how rewarding this feeling is. I just feel that once you try it, you probably would not want to abandon this idea. And it doesn't take a lot of time? It varies. Anyone who wants to tutor can indicate how many hours per week they are willing to, to, to devote. Okay. Some people take two hours a week. I use five hours a week. Okay. Before I, during the school year, I actually did more. I did more like eight hours a week. Uh -huh. But it really varies. You can you can request as much or as little time as you wish. 
Okay. The main thing is to have this area of expertise covered. And if there are lots of us, then each of us doesn't need to spend as much time. Right, yeah. But you're hoping for more students, obviously. Most definitely, because at the very modest estimate, there is a million geese oh. uh, scattered around yeah. the world. Yeah. And I tried to gather some statistics from those kids in Europe and the uh, United States, with whom in Canada, with whom I spoke. And uh, the least number that I got from those kids in, uh, in Netherlands, in Germany, in, in, in Bulgaria, the least was, I think they told me maybe 20% at least of the students whom I am here with would want to have a tutor. 20% of a million is 200,000. Yeah. That's why we created a semi-automatic and soon to be probably automatic completely site for matching those so that it be done at huge rate and uh, at huge capacity to process those applications. Great. From both students and the students. The need is huge and the war doesn't seem to end anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. We should be prepared and we should try to help those kids. What what a win win situation! I mean, it's um, you know the 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 kids get um, to um, complete their learning and maybe learn from it. You know, different have a different person in the mix to teach them. Um, the tutors themselves, um, a feeling of satisfaction, and um, how can you lose with this? So, uh, you go to tutoringwithoutborders.org. And if you're a tutor, you fill in your information, you click on that section. If you're a student, you click on that section, fill out your information that you said that all gets automatically. People just get get um, connected up, um, matched up that way, kind of like a dating service only for, for tutoring. <laughs> That's right. And if they have any questions, there is an email. They can easily shoot an email toward us our way, uh, info at tutoringwithoutborders.org. And we will certainly be happy to help them to, to complete the enrollment process. There are some little issues sometimes. Sometimes verification email when they're registering sure. goes into junk mail folder, for example. Yeah, and yeah. somehow fail to check junk folder. Yeah, yeah. So, little things like that. Sure. Okay. So, so it's it's working well now. And you've got some testimonials on your website of students Um who have benefited and a couple of parents and we have with us um, on this call is a parent and uh, her son is has benefited from your program so why don't you introduce us to her and we'll have a, just uh, a few words with uh, with Yulia Ви слухаєте наш голос Радіо Українського коріння, котре подається вам на хвилі CHLY 101.7 FM у місті Нанаймо. З вами цю годину Оксана і Павліна. We've been speaking with Professor Michael Waxman with Tutoring Without Borders and we'll shortly be speaking with Yulia Stelmach whose son was a great recipient of this organization. Meanwhile, just a reminder, you are listening to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo with me, Pavlina, and Oksana Popreznik. That was uh, such an interesting interview with Professor Waxman. 
Thank you for inviting him to our studio. Well, actually, he um, he invited himself, and uh, very glad that he did because uh, isn't that an interesting uh, concept? Yes, absolutely. I already invited all my friends. I remember it to look at the, their website, Tutoring Without Borders, and yeah. I hope someone will have great tutor from the site. Yeah, well, I'm sure they will. If if um, if you got uh, if you were asking your friends, I'm sure that you know a lot of things. As you're a math teacher yourself, as you piped up in our interview, <laughs> you could <laughs> you weren't able to kind of hold back because you you piped up that you were a math teacher, so yourself you could be a tutor um, at this pro- in this program, couldn't you? I I didn't think about that. It was times ago. I have to first learn myself school program. Uh, Ukrainian school program. It's it's a bit different now than, for example, ten years ago. Uh, I suppose, but uh, never you can never can tell what uh, what you can do. I suppose it wouldn't wouldn't hurt just to go and fill out the application and see if you can get matched up. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know what to say about this. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm not going to pressure you to do something. Okay. But but um, Yulia uh, Yulia Stelmach, uh, her son Sasha. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was helped by this program, and uh, I know you spoke with uh, with Yulia, and she shared her story of how they escaped from Ukraine and and uh, how the program helped Sasha. Did did she not? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. And you spoke in Ukrainian, so for those for the benefit of those who are Ukrainian impaired, <laughs> uh, here is um, the conversation that I had with Yulia uh, in English. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we have chance to listen to this conversation. Julia is a parent of Sasha, mother of Sasha, one of my students who takes uh, a few subjects actually through our site, and hopefully Julia will be able to talk in more detail about it. And if Yulia allows me, I can tell about her that she is uh, uh, an important person in her own right. She is uh, one of chief uh, lawyers uh, in Vnesh Ekonom Bank of Ukraine. It's the National Bank of Ukraine. National, I'm sorry. Yeah, National Bank of Ukraine. Wow. Okay. But she does the oversight of... um, some major transactions of placing Ukrainian capitals into some investment firms like Goldman Sachs or Bloomberg's or, or others. So, uh, Julia is certainly a, a, an important individual and, and uh, maybe you want to talk with her about her professional expertise as well. Yes. It's my pleasure to, to introduce uh, this uh, wonderful uh, lady. Yulia, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Professor Waxman and Pauline. But uh, I, I would like to say that um, it's, it doesn't matter. My profession now, because after 24th of uh, February, everything changed extre- extremely. And um, I want to share my story as a parent. As a parent. Uh, so uh, we, uh, Sasha made, uh, did his uh, homework, 23rd of February, and we had a lot of plans uh, here in Ukraine. He was going to finish uh, 11, the 11th last grade, and uh, he's going to 
enrolled to the university in Ukraine. About the uh, 24th of uh, February, we woke up from the explosions, and um, I woke up Sasha at 6 a.m. Uh, and told him, Sasha, wake up, the war started. And uh, Sasha, maybe uh, it, it wasn't right, because I shouldn't maybe woke up a child, a kid, uh, with such word. <laughs> maybe he, 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 he will remember this day. Yeah. Uh, but I, I couldn't do other way that, that uh, day. Uh, so we thought uh, that it will pass soon, and we decided uh, to run from uh, Kiev. Uh, it was uh, 75 kilometers from Kiev to the village, to the village uh, of my parents. And we stayed uh, at this village, so we didn't bring a lot of food. We didn't bring a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, clothes. But um, when we arrived, uh, this um, this village, uh, um, and uh, we a uh, couple days, we felt uh, safe because uh, it was um, far from Kiev, pretty far. But um, after maybe five days, we understood that we trapped. We trapped because. Uh, uh, this village uh, located uh, between uh, Kiev and uh, uh, and Belarus, just between, and Russian troops uh, st- started to move, and uh, uh, we didn't have any bread, enough food. So this uh, this week it was not week, it's five or six days. We were starving, oh. and I understood. So it, it was my parents. Father, mother, my brother, Sasha, and I. And I, des- I understood that we trapped and uh, really could die from hungry. And uh, every day, explosions uh, started to be more and more. Um, sounds was awful. And um, I decided to run. I decided to bring Sasha and uh, to run from Ukraine. We Early morning, it was the 2nd of March, uh, we uh, came back to Kiev uh, and uh, came back to Kiev and uh, I just came to the supermarket. I was shocked because uh, the supermarket was completely empty, so no food, no people, oh. Oh, explosions, no. and uh, we just uh, bring, we, we went to our home and uh, uh, we spent maybe uh, just one hour, uh, so we took a shower and uh, just bring small suitcase, like hand luggage, hand luggage suitcase for both of us, uh, for both of us. And we uh, went to the train station, and uh, it was uh, the day when uh, the city center was bombing. It was Telewishka. Uh, Professor Waxman, please help me with uh, this. Television tower, I would say. Television tower, maybe. Yes, television tower in Kiev was bombed. So uh, we was waiting this train, this evacuation train. It was very cold, uh, and we decided with Sasha that, that uh, no food, no uh, water, uh, because uh, there were a lot of people, very crowded, and uh, bathrooms weren't available. So we, uh, maybe a couple of days, we didn't eat and we didn't, uh, we almost didn't drink. 
and we were very cold and Sasha asked me, okay, mama, where will be the train? But uh, I told, I don't know, because they weren't scheduled. Yeah. Because um, it was um, safety. Right. It was safety. Yeah. So, um, it was dangerous. Yeah, it would be dangerous to follow the schedule because then, yes, then the, yes, the yes. Russians so was, would know. It was explosions. Yeah. And we catch the train and spent eight hours. Uh, this train just uh, so no food, no bathroom, no oh. no uh, water. Was, wow. And we um, we came to Lviv and spent one one night uh, in Lviv. And uh, next morning, we um, came to Poland uh, through the border. And it was very scary because, uh, really, we have we had just hand luggage. And when we crossed the border, I remember that uh, Sasha was shocked. He, uh, and when we crossed the border, uh, it was just a field, huge field. And Sasha asked me, Mama, what, uh, what we will do? The next, and I told, I don't know, Sasha. I, I, I don't know. I can't answer. It's just a huge field, and we didn't know what will be our the next step. Uh, but um, uh, after that, we met um, we met uh, volunteers, and we decided to reach the nearest um, nearest uh, big city. It was Krakow, and we stayed there. And after that, we moved. Um, to um, Austria a little bit because we uh, we have uh, friends there, so we can live for free a uh, couple nights. Mm-hmm. After that, we uh, we came to uh, Warsaw because also we have friends we could spend for free a couple nights. And after that, we spent a couple days in France. So we spent one month in Poland uh, and we moved. We moved. So when we came to the U.S. the 2nd of April, it was uh, maybe tens moved for the one month. For the one month. Ten, and, move, uh, ten moves in one month, you said? Ten, in one wow. month, yes. So it's like uh, Krakow, uh, Vienna, oh. Paris, uh, uh, yeah, Warsaw. So, it, so it's... So, just a, a whirlwind. I'm, just a sorry, whirlwind. Sorry, such a long explanation, but I would no. like to... To, to explain uh, what uh, uh, condition Sasha had uh, uh, sure. before I met uh, Professor Waxman. So my and my friend, when we were in Poland, my friend uh, sent me just a picture. It's like screen from the phone, from the Facebook. Sure. And where Professor Waxman just commented, uh, I can teach, I can teach. I remember I wrote uh, the professor, Professor Waxman and he uh, answered, answered Immediately, uh, and um, uh, maybe a couple of days passed when we came to the U.S. Uh, and uh, uh, Professor Baxman uh, wanted to interview, to make uh, an interview with Sasha a little bit. And I remember he asked Sasha simple questions, just elementary, right? simple questions. But Sasha was such uh, disoriented; uh, he couldn't understand. Oh. He couldn't understand uh, simple things in mass because this month was just shocked, starving, yeah. Yeah. Um, explosions, yeah. Um, yeah. and a lot of fear. A lot of fear about uh, what what we'll do tomorrow. So this month, Sasha always asked, "Mama, 
what what we'll do tomorrow? Where where we will be tomorrow? I asked. I don't know, Sasha. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah. so thank you very much for Professor Waxman because he was very patient with Sasha because really it, it Sasha looked like a first grade kid like he as I told he did he couldn't answer simple questions but um, what I would like to tell that um, now so now it's one maybe one and a half months or almost two months passes and uh, Sasha is a different kid He's a different kid. He started to um, study math with uh, Professor Waxman. And after that, he started to, uh, to study uh, physics. And I remember when Professor Waxman told, oh, maybe, Sasha, you, you would like to study physics and chemistry with me. Sasha told, no, 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 I don't like uh, physics and chemistry. Oh. And uh, yes, but after that, uh, he tried to study physics and uh, chemistry with Professor Waxman, and he was very impressed because it was different. Ah. And uh, yes, because in Ukraine he didn't like uh, these um, subjects. Mm-hmm. Didn't like because, frankly, frankly, it was like post um, Soviet school. Too was, dry. Yeah, yeah. teaching, teach um, ah. um, a little bit. Yeah, so physics and chemistry, and he didn't like it at all. But. Professor Waxman teached a, a different way. So it was uh, always new presentation. He, um, he could explain in Russian because, um, yeah, it was very hard, yeah, chemistry in, in, in English. But Professor Waxman tried to, uh, to explain. If a uh, student uh, didn't understand, he could repeat in Russian. So it's, it's, it's very important. But the, and, uh, yeah, bene- the benefit to uh, here um, with, with Ukrainian students is because they're multilingual. You speak, um, Professor Waxman can't speak Ukrainian, but your son could speak Russian. And, uh, you yes. know, as he mentioned, also yes. others speak English and German. And so this can yes. work. There's, there's all kinds of, of ways that, that you can help these students because they have a lot more to offer coming in. Exactly, exactly. And uh, Russian language for us, it's not a problem at all. So, so for example, my father, he's from south of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And historically, it's, uh, it's mo- uh, mostly a Russian-speaking part of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And my mother from from Vinnytsia. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's a middle Ukraine. Right. So uh, I uh, raised in a bilingual family. Sure. So my parents uh, spoke between them, Russian and Ukrainian, and it wasn't a problem at all. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah. Sasha also can speak uh, Russian, Ukrainian, both language uh, fluently. So now he's, uh, he's a different kid. Mm. And I always uh, tell Professor Batman that he's an angel. He's an angel <laughs> because <laughs> I'm very appreciate uh, his work. And uh, now Sasha likes physics, chemistry, <laughs> math. <laughs> he likes it. And um, and now he found um, a teacher. Oh, his dream! Um, I I want to add that his dream um, was uh, to be a science, um, computer scientist uh-huh. to enroll to the university uh, and to be IT specialist. And uh, he found uh, a teacher, and he knows uh, oh, he he studies now uh, programming language C plus plus. Oh, uh, C++, and uh, it's interesting that this is 
his teacher is uh, from Belarusia. Oh. Belarusia. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, she's a Belarusian professor and uh, also he has an English teacher also who is from Belarusia and she's uh, she lived in Belarusia and uh, when war started she lived in uh, Ukraine and now she's in Spain. So he, now he's very busy. He's very busy. He's and he's back on his feet. He's He's got work through the PTSD and all the, the great adrenaline surge for that one month and everything. And he's he's found his equilibrium and he's moving forward again. He's got his life back, essentially. Yes, it's life. It's wow. different life. But it's even not pre-war child. It's not pre-war kid. No. He's like oh, oh good, good. Professor Waxman gave him a lot of opportunities, new opportunities. Uh, so he, he can study in English. Because he didn't have this opportunity before. Wow. Yes, it was challenging, of course, challenging. But at the same time, I, I can say that it's <laughs> now he's even better than pre-war kid. Oh, what a blessing! I am particularly happy that we were able to help him finding that instructor in information technology and computer science. That was his dream all the time. He told me, and finally we were able to help him with that. Wow. Well, that, yeah. that's so nice. Yes, uh... He's dreaming about a new professor. Oh. Because when he came to the U.S., um, uh, he, he could uh, go to the school here, but uh, uh, he uh, lost one year. Oh, okay. But he decided to just to, uh, to study with uh, Professor Waxman and his, um, his website uh, and um, to enroll some university here. To, mm-hmm. in the U.S. or some community college or university here. So it's his plan. So he didn't have to lose any uh, any time then? He, he didn't want. He, he didn't yeah. want it. He doesn't want now. That, that's great. That's so nice. It's so nice in this horrible situation to hear stories like this that of triumph over this adversity. So thank you for yes, sharing that. Yes, I would like to add one more thing sure. about the teacher. Okay. You asked Professor Al Waxman how, about program. Yes, how a teacher mm-hmm. knows uh, what to teach. Mm-hmm. Yes, for example, um, teacher of English, uh, uh, Sasha, uh, Sasha's English teacher uh, who now in Spain, uh, he asked him, Sasha, what do you need? What is your needs? And uh, um, she gave him a little test a small test, and uh, he did it, and she knew now what uh, does he need. So, and also with math, uh, so teacher can ask student, every student, mm-hmm. what, does, what does he or she uh, need. So it's not a problem at all. Okay. Oh, that's great. Thank you, Yulia, for, for sharing that. And uh, Dr. Waxman, thank you for um, for your time as well, for telling us how this, this works and this this uh, this inspiring story of, of Yulia and her son, Sasha, and uh, for the, the work that you're doing. Thank you so much for that. And we'll encourage listeners to go to tutoringwithoutborders.org. And if you're interested in getting in on this uplifting project and uh, help Ukrainian students in need. This is all you have to do. Go there, sign up, and you'll have a rewarding experience and uh, and help help somebody, help help um, a student. So thank you again, and um, tutoringwithoutborders.org. 
you can volunteer there. And uh, Dr. Waxman, was there anything else that you wanted to add? I would just like to thank you, Paulette, for this wonderful opportunity to tell about my organization and to hopefully encourage people to consider volunteering to tutor uh, at our site. So just before you go, you said you have 150 tutors. So give us an overview. Who who are some of these people that have already joined? Uh, There is a variety of people from uh, many different countries. Oh, there are people from uh, United States, from Canada, from uh, Germany, uh, from Israel, from Saudi Arabia. Uh, I would say the bulk of instructors, the bulk of volunteers are from two countries, Ukraine and Russia. Really? Okay. Yes, yes really. Wow. Tutors from Ukraine and Russia. That's correct. Wow. Yes. Okay. That's mind-boggling, but it's also very inspiring. So other countries need to get on board and give them a hand. Yeah. Okay, super. Thank you again, Dr. Waxman, and uh, thank you, Yulia. Ivana Kupala's Ukrainian Summer Solstice theme. That was Alexis Kohan from Winnipeg from her CD Cherivna, Enchanted. And that was Kravitanuk, which translates as Crooked Dance. And that is not just an Ivana Kupala song, but that is uh, danced at other times of the year, right, Oksana? Так, це святкують на великодні святкують, танцюють на великодні свята, як гаївки, веснянки, і це якраз 
понеділок, от, як чистий понеділок. So that's easy. Um, це, так, швидше великодні танці. Ну, навіть не танці, це хоровод. Це, е, і також накупайла дівчата водять цей хоровод, тримаючись за руки. Він так має таку лінію не, кру, не круг, не пряму. О, так змійкою водять, під руки часом заходять. І це така безкінечна пісня, її співають довго-довго-довго, повторюють спочатку до кінця, і знову спочатку до кінця, і от аж поки не змучиться. So this is a dance that can go on and on and on, and it's pretty versatile as far as uh, springtime events. Is that pretty much what you said? <laughs> okay, that's super. Again, that was Alexis Kochan with uh, Crooked Dance, Kravi Tanok. Coming up next is a Ukrainian artist. She uh, was with a group uh, called Troya Zilia.
with that, we've come to the end of our program. Nash Holos Ukrainian Roads Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM. I'm Pavlina. І Оксана, сподіваюся, ви отримали багато задоволення, слухаючи нашу передачу сьогодні. До зустрічі. До зустрічі. Ружками, з ружками, з ружками, з ружками. О, 
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.